Hey everyone, it's PJ here, and this is daily podcast number six. I want to just pick up where we left off yesterday and continue to talk about how we can pray, uh, modeling after the Lord's prayer, and uh, picking up on this petition in the Lord's prayer, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. Here's how the Heidelberg Catechism explains to us what this means. Because of Christ's blood, do not hold against us, poor sinners that we are, any of the sins we do or the evil that constantly clings to us. Forgive us just as we are fully determined, as evidence of your grace in us, to forgive our neighbors. So, the forgiveness we're seeking here is entirely based on the substitutionary death of Jesus Christ. Uh, It's through Him that we receive our forgiveness, and God therefore holds nothing against us for those of us who are found in Christ, who put our faith and our trust in Him. And as evidence of that, as evidence of people who've been forgiven, we also have to forgive others and be gracious to others. Uh, This evidence is so important that Jesus himself reiterates this at the end of his teaching on the Lord's Prayer by saying, For if you forgive others their trespasses, your Heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. And this is not talking about some conditional thing. Uh, Unless you do this, you won't be forgiven. This is talking about a necessary relationship, a logical relationship. As if to say, if you have a tree that's good, you will have fruit that's good. And that means if you have truly been forgiven, you have tasted the grace of God, then you are bound to extend that grace to one another. If you are not forgiving, in other words... You are not forgiven. And so this is a necessary relationship between being forgiven and being forgiving. And this is an essential part of the Christian life. Uh, this, this is a constant thing we have to exercise, breathing in and breathing out every single day. As we come to our Heavenly Father for His grace, for His forgiveness, found in His Son, and tasting that grace... Uh, to the degree that we then are able to go and share that grace with with other people. Uh, because we live among sinners. We are sinners who live among sinners. And we're bound to be hurting each other. We're bound to be offending each other. And God's answer to that is not demand perfection from one another, but extend grace. Extend grace. And this is how any church will actually function. Not by appearing perfect, not by being sinless, but by being gracious to one another. And then the prayer moves on to this petition. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And here's how the Catechism teaches us on that. By ourselves, we are too weak to hold our own even for a moment. And our sworn enemies, the devil the world, and our own flesh never stop attacking us. And so, Lord, uphold us and make us strong with the strength of your Holy Spirit so that we may not go down to defeat in this spiritual struggle 
but may firmly resist our enemies until we finally win the complete victory. This part of the prayer gives us a very realistic picture of our world, our broken world that is still filled with what only this objective term can describe, evil. Uh, the Greek word paneros actually can also be translated evil one. It can, so this can actually mean deliver us from the evil one. And this is something Christians may not come to terms with uh, on a regular basis, but there is an enemy out there uh, who is against us. And the primary intention of this enemy, more than doing physical harm to us, is to draw us away spiritually from the Lord. Uh, and that means taking away our assurance of salvation, the assurance of our forgiveness, uh, the assurance of God's love, causing us to doubt, causing us to fear, uh, causing us to feel distant. Uh, that's ultimately what he's trying to achieve beyond the perhaps the, the caricature that our culture sort of has of demons or the devil in, in the horror movies. In, in fact, I think if that were to actually happen today, people would run to churches and, and start believing. Uh, I think, I think the, the serpent was crafty, right? And the, the craftier way of pulling the people of God away from God would be to get to their hearts, to get to that relational core of putting doubt and putting fear and putting guilt on their hearts. And, and as Scripture teaches us and as the Catechism reiterates, we are powerless to resist the enemy on our own. We have to rely upon our Savior. The, he is the strong man who binds uh, the enemy and brings us our victory. And the first weapon against it is prayer. Uh, Jesus teaches, here, uh, teaches us here to pray, to be delivered from such evil. So we would always rely on His strength and the strength of His Spirit that He gave us so that we would not remain in defeat, but we would win in this spiritual struggle, in this spiritual battle uh, that we're going to be engaged in throughout our lives. And again, uh, this is also under the umbrella of the prayer, Your Kingdom Come, because when His Kingdom does arrive, His, his enemy will be defeated once and for all, totally and, and finally, and we will be also delivered uh, totally and finally as well. And then there's the conclusion to the Lord's Prayer, and what does that teach us? For the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours forever, means, according to the Catechism, we have made all these petitions of you because as our all-powerful King, you are both willing and able to give us all that is good, and because your holy name, and not we ourselves, should receive all the praise forever. Uh, this is reminding us that the encouragement from our prayer, this type of prayer, this uh, structure of prayer, this posture of prayer, uh, keeps our hope in the Lord. That's the encouragement. Our encouragement is from God. And our praise of Him, uh, our, our acknowledging His power and His glory. Uh, sometimes we can walk away with the assurance God will answer our prayers. And that's a good assurance. But I would say a greater, even a greater assurance than that 
is that we walk away from that prayer with a person who just heard, who's just heard our prayer, uh, the person who is all wise, the person who is all good and all loving, and he will never forsake us nor abandon us. Uh, he is always with us. The ultimate encouragement in prayer, therefore, is not what God will do as an answer to our prayer, but God Himself. He Himself is the, is the greatest answer. His presence is the greatest answer. Uh, his love is the greatest gift. And our relationship to Him is the thing to be most cherished in our time of prayer. And that is what makes our time in prayer so sweet. There's a wonderful hymn called Sweet Hour of Prayer, and, and there's a lovely verse in there that goes like this. Sweet hour of prayer, sweet hour of prayer, the joys I feel, the bliss I share of those whose anxious spirits burn with strong desires for thy return. With such I hasten to the place where God my Savior shows his face and gladly take my station there and wait for thee, sweet hour of prayer. I hope you take your burdens, your anxieties, your fears to the Lord in prayer. Uh, oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Another uh, lovely hymn. Uh, let's keep praising, let's keep praying, let's keep worshiping so that we would rely on the strength of our Lord to continue to point our eyes to His power, to, to His glory, uh, and to His kingdom, and to keep us in the comfort of all of His promises, especially during this time. And, and let's be guarded. Uh, let's, let's stand firm. Let's not give in to fear. Let's not give in to doubt or worry. But let's give, give ourselves wholly unto the kingdom, the power, and glory of our God, of our Heavenly Father. So let me close this time with a brief prayer and uh, wrap this up. And I hope that uh, you will continue to practice this. Just take putting together what we discussed yesterday and today and just exercise this posture in prayer so that we will pray in the way that Jesus taught us to pray. So let's pray together. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. Our Heavenly Father, you have been so good to us. You have been so gracious to us. You have forgiven us in such an undeserved manner. You loved us while we were still your enemies, your, your uh, sinners who wanted to do our own thing, live our own lives who didn't want you in our lives at all, you still chose to lay your life down for us. So we thank you for your Son and His obedience and His willingness to be our substitute Lamb. What a grace, what a mercy, uh, what a gift. Help us, therefore, as recipients of this grace, to extend that grace to one another especially during this season when we are staying so close to our family members at home. 
we can be so easily irritated, we can be so impatient toward one another, we can be so short-tempered. God, help us to be gracious, help us to be patient, help us to bear one another's burdens, help us to extend the same grace that you have extended to us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Father, you know, uh, even as your adopted children, we struggle to uh, resist the, the temptations that uh, tempt us in our old, in our old ways, that bring back our, our old sinful habits and temperaments. Uh, they show up in our relationships. Uh, in our in our habits and in uh, in our laziness, in our lust, in our thoughts, in our words, um, in our greed, Lord, convict us of our sins so we can readily confess them to you, but also help us realize that there is an enemy out there who is constantly trying to tempt us. Help me to stay sober-minded and. Lord, because I am not, and we are not strong enough to resist the enemy, please help us. Please fill us with your Holy Spirit. Please equip us with the whole armor of God, with your truth, with your word, with the assurance of your salvation, with your gospel, with faith, so that we would stand firm against the enemy. Continue to assure us of the victory that was won through your Son, Jesus. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Father, you control all things still by your power, for your glory. Help me to rejoice in that. Help us to rejoice in that and let our hearts find their rest in your power and your glory alone. And as we say, Amen, we truly and surely believe in this and we believe that you you do hear our prayer and we do desire after what we what we pray and so in that spirit lord we say amen all right everyone i hope you will continue to exercise this prayer and continue to say amen to your prayer and continue to put your trust in the lord who hears our prayers um i do want to just mention a couple of prayer requests during this time. Uh, please continue to pray for our pregnant mothers who are expecting and uh, very close uh, to delivering. Um, I'm sure that uh, just a lot is going on just uh, emotionally and physically as well. Um, let's just pray that God will not only be with them just in, in the physical level, just strengthening them, but also guarding their hearts and their minds in His peace and watching over them and, and, the, and the baby as well. And also please uh, lift a prayer for those who are living alone during this time, our brothers and sisters who are living alone, who could really be struggling with loneliness, uh, the feeling of isolation. Um, let's pray that God would comfort them God's presence would be would be even stronger, more palpable to them during this time. And of course, let's reach out to them, uh, whether it's 
a phone call, FaceTime, a text message, or just interacting together during community group, uh, let's reach out to one another. And yeah, I do look forward to uh, joining with the Duluth community group tomorrow over uh, Zoom. Uh, it's open to everyone, so feel free to join us and look forward to fellowshipping. We'll catch up uh, and um, see how everyone's doing, check in on one another, try to have a little fun, have a casual conversation, and also pray for one another as well. All right, I'll see you all then.